Hello, I'm your host, Kathy Chester, and welcome to the Move It or Lose It podcast, a podcast about all things that move the mind, body, and soul. The Move It or Lose It podcast is for information, awareness, and inspirational purposes only. I am not a doctor, and I don't even play one on TV. So please consult with your doctor before making any medical decisions. The views expressed by advertisers, guests, or contributors are their opinions and not necessarily the views of the Move It or Lose It podcast. Hello, welcome to another edition of Move It or Lose It. Today, my guest, I've been wanting to get on for a long time. So we've got Antonio Perez. This is my favorite TikTok star. And I did not want to go back on TikTok because I did not truly understand that I could go on for so much informational things. And you were doing so much advocating for MS. So thank you for being on, Antonio. Thank you. I'm excited. Thank you. Thank you so much. I just really appreciate all that you do on TikTok. And I love to watch your videos. And if anybody does not know you and have not been on TikTok, get on and follow you because I love the way that you so honestly share about your days, your bad days, your good days, that you're like, I don't know what's going on right now, but I'm numb all over or nothing's working. I can't button this. I can't do this. I had a terrible MRI. I mean, you're really raw and honest about the crap of the everyday MS stuff. And you're really honest about, does anyone else have this? Can someone like help me and answer a question? And I love that you are really open with that. I've been told I'd be too open about it, but I think that's good that I'm like as open as possible. So others can... I guess, find a similarity with me. Yeah. And we're always going to have the haters. Yeah. You do the same that I do. And my hope is that I'm able to reach someone that may never hear or ask the questions. And that's all we can do. And so I think you do a wonderful job at that. And I love it. I recently did a news station interview for WXYZ here in Detroit. And I had a lot of people with MS complaining that I'm saying too much and I never got that hostility or negativity from other MS warriors until that day. I'm sorry that that happened. Yeah, it made me feel like, oh, maybe I'm not doing enough. Maybe I've been diagnosed for a year. Maybe I'm doing too much and think it's all in my head. I don't know. Yeah, I remember like, jumping in and out. Like I, like we talked about before the interview, I've had it for so long that there were times like early on when you just didn't talk about it. It was just something like really, Antonio, we would be afraid that our kids would be taken away. We weren't allowed to talk about it at all. So it was just this hush. And there'd be times when I would share with, you know, advocating back then would be like in the infusion center I would talk to newly diagnosed patients. And so the nurse or the doctor would say like, Kath, are you feeling like strong enough today? Would you, would you be willing to talk to one of our, our patients that are in there newly diagnosed? So that would be like kind of ways you would advocate or you would lead a support group, things like that. And oftentimes that would happen. You know, someone would say like, well, where do you get off sharing this stuff? And so you'd be like, 
I'm just trying to help. And so I think that there's, there is, you know, here we're not well, but we're trying to give support. And you also then have to have this, this thick skin as well. And so emotionally, we know that multiple sclerosis has the highest number of any of the autoimmune diseases of depression and anxiety. And you go out to try to give support and try to spread awareness. And yet we're trying to battle depression and anxiety ourselves and have thick skin. So when people say like, what are you doing talking about that? You you don't have any room to talk. And it's like, okay, thanks. So I'm proud of you for just pushing through that and just continuing to keep moving and spreading the word. Yes, of course. Um, I just found out recently that MS is the most highest suicidal rate. I didn't know that up until yeah. like weeks ago. Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, it's kind of sad, but yeah. Yeah, and you can see how because of the lack of information and the... I mean, I'm, I know that you're starting to see this now, but you were diagnosed in, in 2022. Yeah. So before we go into this, I want to backtrack a little bit. So you were diagnosed not long ago at all. Talk to us about people that don't know you. What was life like prior to diagnosis? What were some of your dreams and hopes that you wanted to do prior to that? Before I was diagnosed, I was in school called Saber San Antonio Board of real estate to get my real estate license. Unfortunately, I had to put that on pause because of my diagnosis. And I did some modeling campaigns. I also, I really enjoyed that. I also did some professional drawing, stuff like that, but I no longer can do that anymore because of my MS. You got tremors in your hands, right? Yeah. So unable to do any writing. Now, how about the modeling? You're still pretty good looking. Thank you. Yeah, I do it now for, I guess, more of a hobby on my Instagram and not more of a career, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Yeah, it gets exhausting. So when you found out, how fast did you start feeling symptoms or before then? Did you start feeling symptoms before you were diagnosed? Did you think what's going on? What is this? I kind of had a feeling my diagnosis would be MS in May of 2021. I was like, probably in my head, my partner. How did you know? I looked at like the symptoms that were happening to me and it was correlating with everything. I told my partner and he, unfortunately, my ex-partner, and he unfortunately told me it's all in your head. Don't bring it into existence. Don't speak about it. You're healthy. So I didn't really worry too much, but it was still in the back of my head that this is multiple process. I went to go get checked in May and my PCP at the time told me it could be urine cancer, which totally freaked me out because I'm going to the restroom several times a day. And I didn't know that bladder issues were a problem with MS as well. Sure. Of course not. What made you even think like, what, how did you know about multiple sclerosis that would even lead you to think about it? Celebrity Selma Blair, especially. Yeah. yeah. So after the PCP, then where'd you go from there? After the PCP, I went to a university hospital in San Antonio to get 
a checkup by a doctor there and then he required uh-huh. me to get MRIs and that's when they found lesions in my brain and spine and then I started to I guess fit the description of MS because of my symptoms okay lesions wow so then you're in San Antonio at that time and then you decide to move you're in Michigan now with me yeah so you're about 20 minutes away from me so what got you here I moved here for two reasons. My partner that I'm currently talking to and I feel a lot better in polar climates. San Antonio wasn't it for me. Yeah. So how has it been for you as far as the humidity here and the changes of weather up, down, up, down? Has that affected you? A little bit. Um, it hasn't. It's not as humid as San Antonio. Back when I lived in San Antonio, I would constantly get this pain on the lower part of my neck because okay. of humidity. And that's exactly where my lesions lie. Gotcha. Fine. And I never knew why up until I got diagnosed with MS. Yeah. Interesting. Because when I, before I knew I, I had MS, I lived in Oklahoma, in Tulsa, Oklahoma. So same, it was super hot. I did. I mean, the heat was just, you know, crushing. I didn't understand like, why am I just dying in this heat? But interestingly enough, I did okay when the temperature stayed the same for a while. What hits me here is the back and forth and that it doesn't stay the same for like two days. It's always like up, down, up, down. And my body doesn't have a chance to like be okay for a day. So I don't know. It'll be interesting because you're moving back to San Antonio. So it'll be interesting to see how your body adjusts now. Yeah, I'm a little nervous about that, but I mean, I'm looking forward to it because I know yeah. I'll have support over there. Right. Which is so crucial to a team. And as you well, well so now you're, you're diagnosed, you find out you're diagnosed. So now what was the first thing you did after you found a neurologist after the PCP? And where was the neurologist that you found? In San Antonio. He was no, here in Michigan. At- Oh, in Michigan? He yeah. In Taylor, Michigan. Okay. Is that been working out? Yeah, everything's been working out. He's okay. pretty, I guess, intuitive about okay. what I'm going through. He always wants me to do tests that I've never even heard of. Yeah. I know there's so many tests. I'm like, oh my gosh, another test. But there are there are so many with MS that you do have to take. But that's good because it's hard. That's like one of the biggest pieces is finding a team of doctors, you know, to go with and understanding that. So you feel like you're pretty supported here. Now, when you go back to San Antonio, do you have a neurologist there? No, my um, neurologist now is going to, I guess, send me a list of people I should look into before I move over there. I'm going to be moving over there in November 20th. A few days before Thanksgiving. And also to MSAA, and this is MS, um, is really good at helping you with that. And I'll, I'll, we'll talk about that after. Yeah, because I yeah. do some work with them and they're great about helping you set up with the doctor there. So that's that'll be really good too. So did you start TikTok in San Antonio or when you got back, when you came to Michigan? No, I started in San Antonio. I was actually starting TikTok to be a dancer. And then I got that. And that's when my journey with MS started on TikTok back January 8th, 2022, to be precise. Okay. 
What made you decide to start talking about multiple sclerosis on TikTok? Because I noticed that there wasn't a lot of young people that were diagnosed with MS talking about it. And I kind of wanted to be the first. And I love that. And we talked a little bit before about when I lead the support group I lead, I really love when the younger people come on because it adds so much and it really helps when the older women are on to kind of help them remember why they're fighting. You know, that there is still a fight to be fought and it doesn't end. Just keep going, keep, keep advocating, keep sharing. And I think that I might've told you, Antonio, that I worked with a group called Address MS and their group of literally, they are high schoolers. And I think they're on TikTok as well. And they are, they don't even have multiple sclerosis. They just felt that it was a disease that didn't get enough attention. And then they hand off when they graduate to the next group of high schoolers and they continue and they do all these fundraisers, just a very amazing group. Are you battling a chronic illness like multiple sclerosis and know it's time to add exercise program and movement to your body in order for you to have the best health and independence for you? I am so excited to announce the launch of my new program, Damn It, a disrupt, move and transform program. For us, autoimmune warriors with a trainer who really gets it, me. You can participate in either virtual one-on-one training, virtual group training, or both. To find out more on how you or loved one can benefit from this training, email me, msdisrupted at gmail.com. Message me on Facebook or Instagram at msdisrupted. Look at the website, msdisrupted.com. Take a look. Can't wait to see your face. Talk to me about this next year. What are some of the things that you really are excited to, to kind of get into? I'm really excited. I got contacted by a company, Belong MS. They want me yeah. to do more media campaigns that include traveling. So they want to fly me out to New York City and be on a new station in New York City. So I'm pretty excited about that. I'm also yeah. going to start working with Target, which is a huge accomplishment. Yes. I'm super happy about that. That's really awesome. It's really cool. So obviously you sharing and you're being your age and being a little bit attractive has not hurt you to be able to get some of these things. And I think the more you share and the more you put yourself out there, you're going to get more and more. And the ability to be able to share with about MS, I mean, obviously we're all grateful for that. And it's just being able to like the haters, it's just like, go away. We don't need to hear that. So I love that you're able to just be able to kind of put that aside. And you know, you can always come and be loved by us. We'll always love you and say, forget that. We don't need that. I've met a lot of MS warriors on TikTok that really show me so much positivity. And yeah, I'm happy about that. Yeah, it, it really is. It's a great place. Like I'll check in there. I was away like for about five days with my husband and I came back and it was really cool because I came on and just said, hey, I, I apologize. I, I don't have as many followers as you do, Antonio. I just started. But I loved that people weren't like mad. They had asked me to join in, you know, in a in a TikTok, you know, discussion. I was like, I'm really sorry. I didn't mean to miss it. I was gone. 
and nobody's, you know, mad or, you know, everybody understands that we're busy. We've got things going on and stuff like that. So I think it's, it's just a really cool community when we have our ambassadors on there. Yeah. I love doing live chats with other ambassadors. We're going to have to do one so that we can talk about our podcast and let them know. That'll be fun. Uh, So one of the things that I really love talking that I wanted to talk to you about is how do you believe that we're doing as far as advocacy within the LGBTQIA, did it, all the letters, um, community? And how can we improve? Um, I guess um, we don't really speak about other illnesses that are, I guess, affecting people other than AIDS and HIV in the LGBTQIA plus community. So why why don't we? And what can we? How can we be better at this? I guess um, doing more. I guess advocating and more events for other illnesses, not just HIV, STDs, and AIDS. Right. Because there's huge, like a huge um, community out there that isn't speaking about other illnesses like MS. Right. I'm the first person with MS that I've seen that is also gay, if that makes sense. Yeah, because I think you put something on, on here that nearly 7.1% of the world's population is LGBTQIA and that was conducted last year. And yet yeah. we don't, we don't really discuss it. Yeah, we and don't. no. And I think like our younger, I know the boomers have gotten so much. I mean, I know they've been like, so like, we don't like you anymore. Da, da, da. I know we've, they've gotten a lot of harsh and, and they don't deserve that completely. I know there's, there's been a lot of things that, you know, we, we tend to do that. We put them in a pile, right? And and it's yeah. like, we don't like what some people said. And it's like, we put them all in a pile of not liking certain groups of people, which isn't fair. But I believe that as we've gotten, you know, younger and I'm a Gen Z and so I'm much more open about it. And especially since my son came out. And so it's something that I'm very open about and I'm very open about talking in my podcast and I want it to be a very welcoming. And the idea that because of someone's sexuality, that they, that that wouldn't be discussed or that that would make any difference in how you view someone makes me nuts. But my biggest thing for myself and getting educated and being able to share is help me to understand how to share more on my own podcast for listeners. Yes, for sure. You don't really see, I guess, advocacy in the LGBTQIA plus community with MS. And I would like to see that in the near future. Hopefully people will talk about it more. So I'm going to put you in a, in a position. I'm going to have you try to gather with me as many as you can, so we can have on the podcast. Because I really want as many to share what it feels like to have an autoimmune disease and to be shunned in that way. So I really want to have that. So we'll make it. We'll make it happen. Okay. Yes, for sure. We'll do that together. I recently got contacted by two other people, our MS warriors that also belong to the LGBTQIA plus community on Instagram. 
And I guess they were looking for an out, an outlook from me or some positivity about what they're going through. Yeah, let's do it for sure. One of the things I loved is um, some of the messages that you give out. What do you think that, what was the most difficult message you've ever had to really talk or the thing that you shared on TikTok or another venue that you really had to share one that was not accepted well and the other that was accepted really well with open arms? The first thing that I guess took me back was the constant negativity from other MS warriors on a show I was recently on in Detroit. It kind of made me feel like, oh, maybe I've only been diagnosed for a year. Maybe I don't know that much. Maybe I shouldn't be doing this because I've only been diagnosed for so little. I hate that for you. Yeah, it kind of hurt my feelings just a bit. The other thing that I have found very, I guess, helpful on my social media would probably be talking about my MS when I was very first diagnosed back in January of 2022. I was very afraid to speak about it, but I got so much love and support. I've gained so much followers because of it, and I'm very happy that I actually spoke about it. Yeah. When I looked at yours, I was like, holy cow, this boy has a ton of followers like he is. But I just love the way you so honestly and raw just share. Like you just do it and share. I think so much about it before I go on. I'm like, okay, breathe, think, breathe. And I can just go on my podcast and do whatever. But when it comes to like TikTok, I'm like, okay, big breath. I get so nerved up about it. And then when I have to do it, like a when I'm doing something but like I would do with you, I have to like think like, okay, camera there. And it, I never do it right. And I get so much help. They're like, push that button. I'm like, I don't know. I did it wrong. So it always makes me laugh. I'm like, why do I struggle with this so much? I have to do so many things on, you know, on Zoom and all day. So why do I, I don't know, but it's a struggle. But opposite from you I'm really comfortable doing TikToks but right now I'm really like <laughs> it is funny because I'm watching you on TikTok and you're so like easy and I can tell you're a little nervous now I'm like why are you nervous it's just me I don't know uh, I've done several interviews and I'm like that because you're so you're so easy to talk to and you're so friendly so you have yeah, nothing I to be nervous about you have a great voice for it. You're super kind. I guess it's all like um, the, uh, my words get jumbled up like right now because my MS and I just yeah. want to perfect for you. Oh, you already are. I remember when um, when I would do speaking engagements, what I would do, and I, I know you're going to be doing a lot of them because I know you just will be. One of the things I would, and maybe this will help you, I would kind of joke around with the people listening. I would say, Okay, so I'm going to know if you're listening. If I miss a word and you can't say it back to me and help me out, then I know you're not listening to me. And I would just kind of make it a joke. Like, you know, it sounds like, looks like, and if they weren't able to help me back, then I'm like, none of you are listening. So why am I talking? So I would just kind of make it a joke. So breathe easy and just know, you know, you're doing a talk and if it doesn't go great, oh, well, you'll have another one. And it's not horrible if it doesn't go great. And so I, I would just kind of take a deep breath and kind of make it fun and let my personality come out and not 
really overthink it because worrying about it would just make it worse. And then no one would enjoy it. I would say my advice to you, not that you asked for it, but let you come out because you have a great personality. Thank you so much, Kathy. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So what message would you leave your listeners? So if you could say the one thing you would give advice or one message you would give, what would that be? Um, I guess it doesn't matter your age range with MS, go ahead and speak about it and bring as much support and advocacy you can because there isn't as much as there should be. I love that. So Antonio, if people want to get a hold of you just to give you some love or they want to hear what you have to say or have you on an interview, where can they get a hold of you? And this will be on the bottom of the show notes as well. Okay, you can find me on TikTok at MS Warrior Antonio, along with Facebook at MS Warrior Antonio. And my Instagram is more of my modeling site, so photos, but you could also find me on there at Antonio Perez. All right. So I will have those on the bottom of the show notes. So go ahead and stay on. And so guys, I hope you enjoy this interview and expect to have another one with Antonio. We'll have him on. And I can't wait to do this next one that we're talking about. I'll be nervous next time. Yeah. (laughs) Don't worry. You did great. Don't even worry about it. You did great. I just am so excited to have had you on and just really share about who you are and We're going to have to have lunch before you leave to go back to San Antonio, but I have family there too. So I'll just have to come there and see you. Any final thoughts that you want to share about things that you're doing coming up with TikTok? I know you've got this traveling thing with Belong MS, which is awesome. Yeah, I'm really nervous about that traveling opportunity, being on the news station in New York City. I've never, I guess I've dreamt of that, but I've never thought it would be a thing for me especially because of my ms yeah you're gonna do great that's gonna be awesome i'm excited about that well thank you so much for joining us today on move it or lose it podcast where you can again find us wherever you like your podcast whether it's apple spotify join us on that and we can't wait to see you again we're going to have a lot of exciting guests and working together And as always, you'll hear us say at the end of every podcast, we are stronger together. So let's do it. Let's become stronger together. Have a great day.